0: Welcome, everybody, once again to Ranking of the Quarterbacks. Uh, it's Riley taking the reins here again. Unfortunately, our good friend Steve cannot be with us tonight. He's still alive, but he just can't Can't. <laughs> that would can't be a very it. different
1: podcast.
0: Yeah. I, emergency podcast. Steve Spieling is dead. <laughs> we've, we've lost a fiend. All right, <laughs> Rest in fiend. But – no matter what, we're doing exactly what Steve. Steve would have wanted us to do this. He would have wanted us to rank the week two NFL quarterbacks without him. So, Steve, dedicating this one to you, buddy. We're going to go through and talk about some NFL quarterbacks. It must be done. Yeah, one no, way. It'll, be, uh, it'll be good. So, again, uh, anybody who didn't listen to the first episode, uh, we'll break down again how it works. We're just going to go through all the NFL games – we're going to list how, how quarterback performances went. JP will read off all the stats. We'll talk about it for a little bit. And then we'll break them down into five different categories. Great, good, average, bad, and terrible. And then once we have all of that settled in, we'll we'll give the goat of the week to somebody and the woat of the week to somebody. And we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, so without further ado, I think we can just get started. Uh, yeah. I don't really have any preferences of games. How John, do you have anything you want to start off with? I mean, if I had to go ahead and make my prediction for vote of the Week, maybe we can start off with that game. I unfortunately had to sit there and watch my dreams just be crushed live at MetLife Stadium as the Jets fell to the pats. I think the Patriots didn't even look all that good, but the, the Jets just were led into the ground by a terrible Zach Wilson performance. I'm really glad that we're starting with this because I feel like this is also <laughs> the one that we're going to talk the most about. So Yeah, I mean, had to lead us right into it. Just get, just get it out of the way. I mean, I'm trying to justify I feel like the first two picks actually were not entirely his fault. That could have been brought in by the, the receivers, but the last two were so much all on him. It's like he threw a, like, a pass that looked like someone was trying to call a, like a free safety punt. It just went right into his hands. I mean... Pretty disappointing day across the board. I just think he looks really scared out there. Yeah, I mean, JP, do you want to read Zach Wilson's stat line just for the cameras for everybody listening? (laughs) Just to have it (laughs) out for (laughs) everyone. Just to kick John in the teeth
1: one last time. (laughs) Get it over with. And, John, please correct me if I'm mistaken, but you were at this game, right? I was, and I just kept being like, you know what, next drive.
0: Let's see it. Honestly, the Jets' defense kept bailing them out, but – Zach Wilson just kept kind of you know screwing them over one last time, so it was it was tough to see. Even harder to kind of keep you know justifying it and trying to dig up that hope in person. But you know what, get it over with, Zach. But I, I still want to say the season is early. Will he be the vote of the year? You know I, that's that's the best part about ranking these quarterbacks. You really get to figure out a narrative. Sometimes you got to have the worst game just to get it out of your system. We'll see if he bounces back next week.
1: Yeah. All right, without, without further ado, Zach Wilson went 19 of 33 for 210 yards and four interceptions. That was, it was quite a masterpiece.
0: And I think, John, had, like what you were saying it's very true is that, so of the four picks, it seemed like they got worse as they went along. Like <laughs> yeah. each one, like the first one was, was not good, but in the second one, I'll admit it was like not Zach Wilson's fault, but then the the third and the fourth one were like horrendously bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it, like it was like the whoever got the lat like the fourth one, it looked, the guy didn't even have to move. It was like he was catching an infield fly. Yeah. Like it was incredible.
1: His first two interceptions were on his first two attempts. Um and then the next two were on his next like six attempts. So he by like the early third quarter I, By the early third quarter, I believe he was like four for nine with four
0: interceptions. (laughs) He could have gone for the record, whatever the record is for picks in the game. But yeah, he had him so fast and so early in the game. I was afraid he was going to get to like the six, seven range. I thought we're going to have to. I was there at Medlife Googling who our backup quarterback even was. I was like, are we going to see elite Joe Flacco come out? Then it occurred to me he's now in Philly. I was just like really reaching in the bag to see who was going to bail him out there. It looked like it was going to be like historically bad at one point. He's not was in I think it's Mike White. It's not Maris Mike White. Mike White. <laughs> but it's, it's Mike White from uh, Survivor. <laughs> he's had a really busy summer. He just came off of Survivor a couple years ago. He made the White Lotus, and now he's backing up Zach Wilson. <laughs> Mike White also now known as the guy from School of Rock. Yeah, also this guy from School of Rock. Exactly. He's just everywhere. He's a, busy- a very diverse portfolio. So, John, I, um Obviously, this is not what you want coming out from Zach Wilson, especially because I thought he he didn't look too bad in the, his first game. Um, but I heard that there were boos at the stadium from Jets fans. Did you contribute into the boos? I really wanted to push against them for a long time, but come the fourth quarter, I I was absolutely sneaking in some boos. I I gotta I gotta be realistic with myself with my fellow fans. It's it's only fair. I don't blame you, man. I'd be I'd be kind of sick of this shit too. I feel like they've been they've been rebuilding forever. <laughs> yeah i, mean, now, so John, a rebuild John, I for have a, a long time.
1: yeah lay it on me man um do you think that that would you know hurt his confidence being that was, that was his first home game of his whole career
0: i mean it's first there was so much pressure put onto him It's first home game it was the jets first game back with fans since the pandemic like it was really just like a perfect storm of everything to kind of bring him down but I feel like he has had a lot of success in the past. He was an extremely successful quarterback in college. So hopefully he's overcome some adversity like this in the past. So I'm hoping he's able to you know move past. I still think the biggest change to come this year was getting a new head coach in Robert Sola, So I think that's hopefully going to bring about a new culture. I think Robert has really great skills with players and can really speak well to the media. So I'm hoping that he's able to defuse this a little bit. And I think, I think Makai Becton coming back halfway through the year hopefully build up his confidence and kind of lead into a stronger segue next year. It's insane to be talking about weeks nine through seventeen as it's just the end of week two to be looking that far ahead. But I think losing Makai um, was a huge, huge setback for Zach. I, I guess wrapping this all up because we could we could talk about it. we could probably do our own podcast on Zach Wilson. Um, People have. <laughs> But, yeah, I, I think we we'll are all agree that this is just – this is terrible, right? Terrible, absolutely terrible performance. Um, the absolutely is, terrible. The question is, will there be someone worse? I, I, I don't really know. Yeah, we'll have to get into the nitty-gritty. There could have been someone that snuck under the radar. Um, but ha- as, a, as a Pats fan on the pod, man, we're always going head-to-head. But ha- coming from week one to week two, did Mac Jones look significantly better, too?
1: Um, yeah, JP, do you want to read off uh, Mac's stats? Uh, sure. Mac Jones went uh 22 of 30 for 186 yards. That's yep. it.
0: That's it. Um, I I would be more upset. Again, I think to the point like this was his second NFL game. Uh, I think this is a pretty poor showing from like a a veteran quarterback. But it's it just shows me that like they're just Josh McDaniels is just being way too conservative with Mac Jones. Like, I think it's just time to start like unleashing him and like seeing what he can do. Like they, I mean they they it looks like on the from the scoreboard that they blew them out twenty five to six, but it really like wasn't anything like that. Like if if Zach Wilson's giving up four picks, they should be scoring a lot more than this. The like score they, it should have been a way worse blowout. You're for right. sure. like I think I think they only had two touchdowns the whole game, like the James White and Damian Harris both scored by that's it. Otherwise it was just a bunch of kicks. And it's because the conservative play calling and this constant need to, like, give Damian Harris, like, the ball, t- like, twice every drive, like, for a gain of three. It's, like, right. not, not very interesting, very predictable. I think defenses will figure it out quick. And they got a couple of tough games coming up against the Saints and Tampa right after that. So I think it's you just got to start playing smarter. They're not going to be able to get anything done if he's just going to be Checking it down to James White and handing it off to Damian Harris every play. Uh, I I think he he played fine for a second game. I, so I I'd, I'd give him the average, but I'm I'm open to listening. I'm content with average as well, and I don't think it's anything on him. I think actually more than his stats are showing. I think he looks extremely comfortable in the pocket. Like he's kind of playing more to a mirror of like late twilight. Uh, Patriots' Tom Brady being a really good like game clock manager, things like that. So they should really let him rip it more. It's only against him, but I would also just throw him an average as well.
1: Yeah, JP, I, think, you per- I think personally, I would actually throw him at the bad distinction because they scored so much in my opinion because the Jets' offense was like so god-awful with the amount of turnovers they had. The Patriots only had for the most part, good field position to start. So they scored so many points because of that. And I know it's a... I, I saw a stat, and it, it, it contributed to both games one and two, so I, I can't just attribute it to this past week. But I saw that Mac Jones, his past stats through the first two weeks, he only averaged three air yards per attempt or per completion, which... You know, it, it's not good because, yes, he's had very little mistakes, but he also hasn't had many room to make any mistakes. Right. Like, yeah. he, he's thrown over two weeks. I'm looking at his stats now. 51 attempts, uh, 51 completions over 69 attempts for 460 oh, yards yeah. and, and one touchdown. Like, those are great numbers, but when you're not throwing the ball down the field, like, it's all check downs, screens, you know, slants. Like, watching the game the other day, I only, wa- I only saw him throw one ball, maybe, that was more than 20 yards down the field. And it almost got picked by Marcus May if he didn't drop the ball. Oh, yeah.
0: So, I, I, that think, they're, I,
1: think, I, think, I think they're playing way too conservative with him, which for a rookie is fine. But it's not showing me enough to make me give him the distinction of average in my personal opinion.
0: Got it. So, yeah, so you're saying that even though he is a rookie, um, like, because it sounds like John and I are kind of giving the benefit of the doubt just because he's a rookie and maybe he'll improve, but you're kind of saying that he needs to also show you something before you're going to give him the benefit of the doubt.
1: Absolutely. Like, if it's like a, like a second and like two, like after getting like, you know, six, seven yards, eight yards on like a, a first down run, like, I think this should open the playbook a little bit. Let him show what he has in his arm. Like, you know, he's a rookie. He's young. He has all the strength in the world. See if he could open it up. And watching the game, like, I watched the whole game start to finish, and I didn't see much of that. And the one time I did, it almost got picked. So, like, it's not giving me much to, you know, give him hope. I'm not, I'm absolutely not writing him off at all. Like, you know, obviously, it's only game two, but in the, in the sake of our our distinction of, you know, good, bad, great, whatever, I, I don't want to give him the, the term of average when the defense kind of did all the work for him this week. I I think that
0: that's fair. The one thing that I see coming up is that um, the next two games are I said against New Orleans and Tampa Bay, and then after that, it's Houston, Dallas, the Jets again, and the Chargers. And those are much worse defenses than, like – the Saints and Bucks and Dolphins and I, hopefully by the time the second Jets game comes around, they're a li- he, they have him be, playing a little bit more honest as well, but I, I mean if you want to put him at bad, I,
1: I can't say I disagree too too much, it wasn't that great of a showing I mean yeah, just personally I, I would put him at bad, but like obviously like the team performance is great but I, I think the QB performance itself was not good
0: Okay yeah, I'm I'm fine with with bad. John. You okay with that? Yeah, I'm content with that too. I think we were. Really, I think we're going to learn a lot about Mac in the coming weeks, since he's actually playing some tough teams with New Orleans and Tampa Bay on the docket. So to yeah. not thrive as much as he could have at the in this clearly an an off week from what's going to be a pretty rough team over the course of the next seventeen weeks is pretty, is showing. So yeah, I'm cool with Bad. All right, cool. I'll I'll log him there. Um. Alright, so I don't think we should have all the fun though. We, John, you and I got to talk about our teams. I think it's fair that JP starts talking about the G-Men and uh, Let's the hear thing it. that happened to them on Thursday night.
1: Oh, game across the board. Oh, God. <laughs> Alright. Uh, so, I'll start with the Washington football team since they got the, the win, ultimately. Uh, so, Taylor Heineke went 34 of 46 with 336 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick.
0: I would, I would say it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a fan of uh, the storyline of him, like, coming from a no-name guy to winning a NFL game. I think It's pretty cool. He gave Tom Brady to run for his money in the playoffs, and now he took down the Giants. And uh, I think he deserves to be the starter moving forward. I wouldn't try to replace him at all. Yeah, keep him comfortable. If he's having good chemistry out there, I would I would not want to kind of mess with that. I think I thought it was a good performance as well. Yeah. I mean, JP you definitely watched the game more closely than us. What would you
1: see from him? Uh as much as the game hurt my my feelings. I agree with what you guys were saying. Like he he played great, especially like he kind of put in like the same production that you would expect Brian Fitzpatrick to give out, but at like eleven years younger than Fitzpatrick, so like he seems like if you're gonna keep a player like that, you keep him longer term. And yeah. he he gave some clutch touchdowns like that touchdown he threw in the corner of the end zone was, was I amazing. can't lie and that was sick. As much as I hate to say, it, like well, I also that, was, say a, that good. was a phenomenal oh. pass. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, he spotted that perfectly. Like. He threw that, and then, like, the Giants got the ball when, like, three and out, or, like, a quick drive. And then he, like, Heineke got the ball back and immediately threw a pick, which is, like, you know, I I give, like, a negative for that. But, you know, the Giants, as they do, they did nothing with it. And Heineke got the ball back, and they were able to go down the field. After actually – they actually gave up the lead after that pick, I think. And then Heineke was able to drive down the field and ultimately win the game uh, with a game-winning field goal. So I'll I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll give him the good distinction because you know the whole situation.
0: Yeah, no, I, I was I was impressed with everything I saw. Um, I thought he played really well. Uh, and again, I think we always like to account for storylines in this as, as well. And I thought he he did he saw a solid job. It's good to come back and probably feels good to win your first NFL game. And I, I hope that they keep him around moving forward. Because, uh, again, I don't know how big of a drop-off there is between him and Fitzpatrick anyway. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think we all kind of agreed with that he, he was good. Good showing yeah, for Taylor Yeah, I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Absolutely. he'll be good for them. I think he can honestly keep the you know, Washington football team afloat for, for a bit here. I think if they're still planning to rebuild a little bit, why not have him keep you, you know, at least in the, in the fight, all right, uh, let's transition to the other side of the field for a guy that I'm actually going to – spoiler, I'm going to be kind of defending a little bit. Let's talk about Daniel Jones. Yeah. Let's, let's
1: let's hear about Daniel Jones. It's Danny Dimes. He went 22 at 32 for 249 yards, one pass touchdown, and he had nine, 95 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown.
0: All right, Um, I will just say that – Okay, I can't. I can't admit that I I did not watch the whole game because I was actually traveling, so I m- I missed a large part of it. But for everything I did watch, which is uh, all the fourth quarter, that was the best game I've seen him play his entire career. It's such uh, a shame. Like he looked really good out there. Um, he only has he only had one passing touchdown, but he had that second one to Darius Slayton that should have been a touchdown um, that the Darius Slayton just completely missed. It was like that was the best throw Daniel Jones is ever gonna make in his whole life, and uh, just completely with that one, um, I I think he was moving around really well. Uh, he he definitely can extend plays with his legs. I I would I've would been a Daniel Jones uh hater recently. I just didn't didn't really see it, but that was the first time I saw any promise and any signs of hope from Daniel Jones. So even though they lost, I'm gonna give that one a good rating. I'm really comfortable with going with good too. I feel like. I mean, just based on that clearly, clearly huge mishap at the end there, they would have won the game otherwise. Like they were, they went off sides. It was, it, that could have been his crowning moment. I, I wouldn't have exactly throw him into great territory, but I feel like the media narrative, especially with the Giants being in New York, would have been like all about, like, oh, maybe this is his year. He's looking really confident out there. But so I think this is, it's a shame it could have been his crowning moment in New York, but I, I want to go with good, even though he had the loss.
1: All right, you have the floor, (laughs) JP. I mean, I I definitely agree with the good rating because his his numbers itself are good, and that's not even taking into account the like 65, maybe more, maybe less rush touchdown he had that was taken away by a, a CJ Board holding call literally like 45 yards into the rush. Like all he had to do was hold some guy off to the side and he decided to hold him like okay fine you know whatever um and then also like he he had over like 95 yards rushing as a quarterback that was way more than Saquon I know Saquon's coming off of an injury but Daniel Jones kind of you know took the brunt of the work and he he did what he needed to do and don't get me wrong I'm like a big Daniel Jones like critic even though I'm a Giants fan like you know, this is his third year. I think he did what he needed to do. So I, I, I'm i very comfortable giving him a good rating. All uh, right. Yeah. I think we're
0: all impressed by Dale Jones. And nobody get used to that because I don't think I'll ever be impressed by another no <laughs> thing he does. Keep an eye um, on him, though. Yeah. Even though
1: Washington has, like, kind of a good defense.
0: Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they like sneaky, may not. I don't know. I, I, they didn't really look that who, – who did they play week one?
1: They, I, the Giants. I the Giants played Denver week one.
0: No, I mean, who did Washington play week one?
1: Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I got you one sec. Yeah,
0: cause I just remember – I
1: mean, they were – Washington played the the Chargers week one with uh, Herbert. Yeah, and
0: they, they – they, they went up what, like – was like, it was it twenty twenty points twenty seven points something like that twenty yeah they lost yeah. twenty to sixteen yeah I, maybe I don't know we'll we'll see they we definitely got a couple of tests coming against Dallas uh so we'll see how they look it's like an like an offense that looks very dangerous but uh yeah I don't know I think the NFC is going to be like an absolutely just train wreck but a great train wreck to watch the season again yeah for sure all right um I'm gonna. I want to go and talk about there was this one guy I really do want to discuss, so maybe we can uh, bake a couple of these games out quick. Uh, I'm we're going flying down south to Miami, where the Buffalo Bills take on the Miami Dolphins. First thing, really big bummer that uh, Tua had to be carted off. You yeah, hate to see it,
1: rib injury. Yeah, um, that's just terrible.
0: Yeah, and what and basically how that works when we like rate right quarterbacks who get taken off of an injury. Um, you have to play. A decent amount of the game for us to even rank you, and who just didn't play enough for him to get a rank. So we'll just talk about Jacoby Brissett instead, um, who came in to take over for that, which I think is hysterical. I mean, I, I'm a big Jacoby <laughs> Brissett guy, but uh, I like him a lot too, actually.
1: Yeah, uh, it, I love first love half. Yeah, that,
0: I wanted to see him uh get the starting job in Indianapolis when he was there. It's a shame that Phil Rivers kind of came and took that potential opportunity away. Yeah, true. Yeah, right, JP, do you have Jacoby Brissett's style on?
1: Yes, uh, Jacoby won twenty four of forty for one hundred and sixty nine yards and one pick. All
0: right.
1: I mean, that's pretty bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I would actually say that. Yeah, but that 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 may be terrible. That's um, sneaky terrible. I yeah. think too. I feel like it's just a whole lot of nothing going on. <laughs> we're all we're all still fans of you, Jacoby, but um, yeah, that was really bad. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, we're sorry to put you down, but yeah, just couldn't couldn't come in and save the day at all there. Yeah, uh, I'm. I was definitely, definitely a little bit disappointed in that one. But uh, cheer up, Jacoby. We're uh, we're all rooting for you. We're all pulling yeah. for you. This could be your moment. Um. Yeah. I, yeah. We're, we're all we're all in the terrible category, with Jacoby. I I, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. And then, so this is the guy I really wanted to break down today. Uh, so their opponent, Josh Allen. Um. Did JP? You ought to just read the stat line pretty quickly?
1: Sure. Josh Allen went uh, seventeen of thirty-three for one hundred and seventy-nine yards, two touchdowns, one pick, and he had thirty-five rush yards.
0: Okay, so I know this podcast can kind of get kind of long, of it too. So, like, we always like to try to like pick and choose what we want to talk about. But I don't know. Like, I've been kind of disappointed how Josh Allen's looked these these past. great, it's only two weeks, but I don't. I just haven't seen what we saw last year he just he doesn't look yeah. nearly as confident it, it it maybe defenses are kind of figuring them out a little bit more but I just don't really buy it I don't really get like what um everybody sees in the bills right now like obviously granted they smoked they smoked this other team like and that was mostly off defense and the other team had to play Jacoby Brissett. but right. uh, it I don't I, that this is not like the typical Josh Allen stat line you expect I, I don't even think he ran around for that much either so like
1: now no, I, no I
0: think like how he's been performing this year compared to the expectations, like the bills in general, were making so many top five contenders lists this year. And Allen was always flirting. I think, I think last year towards the end of the year too, he's really flirting with being a potential MVP, but I think he's just really not living up to those expectations at all. I think if we were, if we saw the stat line in any other quarterback, we'd be quick to give this bad. I think. Yeah. I was just, I, I'm, I'm still not like, too, like a huge Josh Allen hater. I think he's, fine I just think the the quick ascension and the fact that like people are just anointing him to be a top five quarterback I just let's can we just slow roll for a little bit just a little bit like let's see I want to see him like put together another uh, great couple of stretches of games before I'm willing to put him into the top five over some of these other names that would constantly get left off yeah I mean I think the, like to go down week one to the Steelers too I think the Steelers are going to be just like last year a pretty fake team I don't think they're looking to actually make any real noise in the league this year. So to drop a get, uh, week one to them might be pretty telling of the bills. I'm, I'm okay to put Josh at average because some, some scrambling yards and coming away with such a big win just to kind of manage that game. But I definitely want to keep an eye on him because if he keeps putting out performances like this, he might have to sink to bed, but I'm okay with average for this week. Yeah. JP,
1: what are you thinking? I'm, I'll good with average. Yep, like, I think I'm in the same boat. Like, like, they crushed down the team that's, like, you know, hurt without uh, Tua. And, like, you know, you kind of expect that out of them, but his numbers weren't, you know, eye-opening. So, average is fine.
0: Average, I think average it is. All right, perfect. any games you guys want to talk about? I, I, I want to bounce on. this over to uh... – to a division rivalry game that I was actually kind of keeping my eye on for because there's two quarterbacks within it that I really want to see how their narrative develops this year, and that's the uh, the Saints-Panthers game. Stinky Sam is just continuing to reverse the curse of, of Adam Gase. It's amazing. He had a pretty great, pretty great game. The Panthers are off 2-0. I mean, they're in the thick of a game right now, which they should win against Houston, but I'm pretty impressed with this Panthers team overall yeah I don't know what happened. They kind of just' came. i I didn't really expect them to be this good, but you know they're chugging along and granted again, as we're saying this, they're playing right now against uh Houston. It's they're like cur- way too close well, it also it, well so they're currently winning, but they Christian McCaffrey's out now with a hamstring injury, and j c. horn their first round uh corner pick it just got carted off the field. So, oh boy, the, the swan song. That that we may have been, been little... like, oh, like the Panthers may be sleepy. I, I, I think, I think that may have just officially worn out during this podcast. So. <laughs> yeah, He saw it here live. No, but uh, I agree that I think John, I, exactly what you're what you're saying with Sam Darnold is what I'm kind of hoping with Mac Jones is that, but they're not letting him play too conservatively. He he, they he's allowed to take like shots down the field. Yeah, like, he throw really it is. a little bit longer. Um. I've definitely been I, – I still am not a believer, and uh, I think I do borderline on the hater just because I can't wash that stink off, but I, I definitely have seen him – he's he, he's definitely exceeding my expectations for what I thought he'd look like so far. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he has, like, the, the pedigree in him to really carry a team to, like, a, to be a Super Bowl contending team. I think he really could, like – have a career in the NFL where I think the expectation was he was going to fizzle out very fast. He just seems much more competent out there and much more like he was in college. So I, I kind of want to hats off to him for like really kind of proving that he still is worth at least some attention. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think we read the stat line. So, JP, uh, first, can you read the stat line And what were your thoughts on Sam?
1: Uh, just to confirm, we're talking about Donald, right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're,
0: we're all in on Sam.
1: Uh, Sam went twenty six of thirty eight for three hundred and five yards, two touchdowns, and one pick and a twenty six to seven victory over New Orleans. A route? I kind of, I kind of want to go good.
0: I think it, I think it's a good showing. It really was. I agree. All right, especially with uh with the Saints coming in like really shocking people week one wanted that they threw up a pretty big dud. Yeah. No, it's pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's actually, let's take a look at, uh, at our boy, Jameis Winston right here.
1: All right. Um, JP, do you have his stats up? Yeah. Jameis went 11 of 22 for 111 yards, two picks, but he ran for 19 yards for one rushing touchdown.
0: All right. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's that's bad borderlining on terrible. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think like it, it's a rushing touchdown. Yeah, but he he only ran he ran what nineteen yards. Like it's not like he ran all over the place. He just no. kind of like wandered into the end zone. Um, and he, he was doing all the classic Jameis stuff where he's just like chucking the ball in the air. Um, right. Yeah, I I'm still not kinda, I'm still not a believer in him. I know my my brother Colby's like well, has faith. In, he has faith, but I I don't really see it. I'm um, I'm definitely down with bad here. Yeah, I'm I'm super into putting him in bad. I mean, bad. I think if he was even like average last week, I would be okay with terrible. But I think we had him at good, if we have to think about it. I'm not sure where we had him last week, but I don't, I don't want to give him, take him off such a high mark in week one and just drop him that fast. I want to, you know, clearly get more of a sample size out of him before we drop him down to terrible. But I think what we praised him for last week was just how different he was how, than he used to be. He played much more of a controlled game and I feel like he did that this week but without any of the positives like he actually didn't pick up that much yardage through the air or end up getting it done in the red zone Also, all so it's just like what we praised him for last week but nothing actually it's like coming to fruition so that maybe that's the person he, he is we have to wait and see but I'm I'm okay with that as well All right, cool yeah I think we're all in agreement here um JP and any game you want to discuss
1: uh, no, I pretty much with everything John said. Like, just pretty bad.
0: Yeah, I, I, just bad. <laughs> Shame on you, Jameis. Um yeah, get, get it together. <laughs> all right, um, I'm sure we can we can run through a couple of these games quickly because even though we like to think that we have something to say on all these things, I I feel like a lot of these games we there's not a lot to discuss. So sometimes sometimes players are just bad out there. <laughs> yeah, let's look at the the Cowboys Chargers game. Um, very very disappointing route overall between two guys I had a lot of faith in and two guys that I really do like. Um, let's start with Dak. JP, can you read Dak's stat? Uh, Dak went
1: 23 of 27 for 237 yards uh, and one pick. Yeah, I mean, that's bad. <laughs> that's
0: bad for a guy who like, I consider to be like, one of the type of quarterbacks of the NFL. Like, that's, that's really, really disappointing, especially after the showing he put up on his uh, first game back. Yeah, night and day to compare to last week. I'll throw him in bad as well.
1: I agree. Even even though he got the win, like he just like hit his percentage was high, but like just the the execution of how you think he would play in the situation, bad. Yeah, it's typically bad a, defense too.
0: Yeah, not a not a dak game you're expecting. Um, not no, at least not Herbert at all. We're we're off from and then yeah, just let's look at Justin Herbert too, one of the young rising stars in the league. I, I was also not really impressed with him
1: uh Herbert went thirty-one to 41 for 338 yards, one touchdown and two picks.
0: Yeah, I mean that's really bad, and especially cuz like one of those picks came right in the end zone, like where they could have scored a yeah. touchdown and like to win. Um oh man. I I would if he, he threw for 300 over 300 yards, so I don't want to say it was terrible, but um I think it's definitely a bad showing. <laughs> I don't know, about yeah, you you Yeah, I mean, I feel like it- I think the Cowboys, one of the, like, worst defenses in the league, too. I really thought this game could have had potential for being, like, an elite red zone game. These teams both can't play defense, really, for the most part. They're just usually fun to air it out. It was really flat across the board. So, I, I like Herbert and that here, too.
1: I agree. I, I thought this was going to be, like, a kind of a high-scoring game, and it finished 20-17. to 17. Um. Yeah. So, I, I'm going to go with bad.
0: Yeah, disappointing. Come on, guys, let's – uh. Let's get it together for sure. Give um, the fans some more to think right. about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here's here's another boring game we can just run through quick. The San Francisco 49ers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Two teams that on paper should be interesting, but I find to be incredibly dull to watch. <laughs> um, yeah, I think especially especially, I'm think i not going to be flipping them too much this season. Especially right. both teams like
1: dominated in week one against their opponents.
0: Yeah, but it, I, I, I don't know. I, I I have my own thoughts on like the San Francisco 49ers in general, but I think this could that could be its own podcast. I think for now, <laughs> yeah, true. Let's discuss. Yep. Uh, Expect the, Shan- the Shanahan cast coming out of this holiday season. <laughs> I would love a Shanahan <laughs> multi-part podcast. I, I, in I investigative have, series. He definitely seems like a really smart dude, but I'm I'm just at a loss a lot of these times. I'm like, like, what the hell do I know? But like, I don't know. Whatever. No. Uh, <laughs> Let's, um, let's look at one of my favorite players in the NFL and of all time, Jimmy Garoppolo. I love uh, it. What do, guys, what do you guys think of that, that stat line? I think it sums up his career. It's like incredibly average. <laughs> JP, can you just read it for, the, for our audience, our lovely audience?
1: Absolutely. Uh, Jimmy G went 22 of 30 for 189 yards, one touchdown, zero picks, and he ran for 20 yards with one rush touchdown. And he got the and dub. <laughs> yeah, they, they they won against the Eagles 17 to 11.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's uh, – I think it's a stat line that can beat the Eagles, but, like, when it come, comes down to the end of the season, they have to start winning big games. I I think it's the same problem we we'll always have with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he's actually going like to win the big game. I think that's, like, the most average. I, I think classic – would you just rename the average category Garoppolo? <laughs> yeah. In his honor, he is C plus Jimmy. Yeah, he's he, he's there. He's taking up he's taking up time. Um, yeah, I th- I think average is fine for him. Uh, I, I would like to see him show off a little bit more because I, I I know or at least I think that he can he can do it eventually. But um, I've definitely not seen it yet. It's a frustrating player for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right, and let's go to Jalen Hurts. I've, I've been a little bit surprised with Jalen Hurts, but I was, not, I was not too, too impressed with this game today.
1: All right, Jalen Hurts went uh, 12 of 23 for 190 yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks. But he ran for 82 yards and had one rush touchdown. But they lost.
0: Yeah. Um. I would say that's an average game. Again, like, this. Is, I think this whole game was just a pretty average football yeah. game. <laughs> uh, this might be the worst game of the week, but I think both quarterbacks were average. Yeah. That, fine job from Jalen, I would say. I I like that he's. he is like the, he is what everybody was making fun of Lamar. Like, he literally just, like, can pretty much only run the football. So, they yeah. just, like, force him into his hands. Uh. I think it's an interesting way to see football played, but I don't know. I, I, again, I find the Eagles to be an incredibly boring team. <laughs> yeah, I won't be watching a lot of them this year. I just feel like I'm interested to see if Jalen Hurts comes out of it, but I think he might be the least exciting of the uh, of the Alabama guys that are now in the league. I'm much more intrigued by Mack and Tua than him.
1: Alright, guys. Hear me out here. I'm almost inclined to call him bad because he went 12-23 for 190 yards. However, One of his completions was to Quez Watkins for 91 yards. So that means without that completion, he went 11 for 22 for 99 yards. And on that (laughs) one completion, he had the Quez Watkins. They started on like their own, like five, right? Right. And that that one play ended up getting them to the, the 49ers, like five yard line, and they went. Four and out after that, they did not score a single point. All right. I mean, so I'm fine it, with it being bad. So, so, so just like in my opinion, like with without that one play, even though like it like, inflates his stats to 190 yards, without that one play, he had 99 yards and that one play added them zero points. I mean, I'm content with bad. I mean, I, I think it's
0: these little, uh, Analytics like this that can really make or break a quarterback and make really show their stat
1: line to be pretty fake. I'm okay with that.
0: Yeah, I think I think it's yeah, that's fine with me. I no, I just yeah. want to
1: I just want to reiterate, I'm not anti Jalen Hurts. I'm just for the stats. I'm,
0: I'm not. Stats. I don't think I'm anti Jalen Hurts either. As much as like <clears throat> I, I'm like I don't think this is going to work. But like I just want to watch this like spectacle. Like the idea yeah. that like that you can have a quarterback who's just like. I don't know, like not really playing quarterback. He's just like modern day Otto Graham out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the uh, like the Harvard ruckers game from like like the mid twentieth century. His <laughs> yeah. style is extremely old school. Exactly. All right. Um, all right. Here's another boring game. Let's just x this one off the off the list. The Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm I'm sorry to anybody who actually had to sit and watch this game. Um, sorry, Denver fans. All right. Let Let's start with. Uh, and one of everybody's favorite nice guys in the NFL, Teddy Two Teddy Gloves, Teddy Bridgewater.
1: All right. Teddy Two Gloves went 26 of 34 for 328 yards and two touchdowns and zero picks.
0: Wow. I, I mean, want to go, like, like, a high average on that. I would almost say good, but I just, again, facing a really, like, middling uh, ja- Jaguars team. If it, if it was someone a little bit more exciting, like, I'd be more impressed to give them good. But I, I'd like to put Teddy at average here. See, I'm I'm going to give him good just because i have That's a very impressive stat line coming from Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> I don't know, like I, that, that 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 really just did defy my expectations. Hearing that, uh, it it's kind of weird that everyone was like making fun. Everyone's making fun of Vic Fangio for giving Teddy the job over Drew Locke. but it's like I I don't think Drew Lock could ever do that that yeah. well. So I'm I'm going to give Teddy good. I don't know about you, JP, tiebreaker.
1: I'm on the good the good, uh, good train because everything you just said, Like, I think if Drew Locke was in this position, he would be, in my opinion, not as good. So I, I think just like his situation in this game, he played pretty well, got the win, good stats, good.
0: Good job. I think San Francisco should trade for him. He might be better than their quarterback. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, honestly, at this point, right? Maybe. He's turning heads. Yeah, I'm, I'm not in that. my not in my uh, not my book though. <laughs> All right, and then let's talk about Trevor Lawrence. Who, um, yeah, this is a uh, this is pretty. Uh, just spoiler: oh this is pretty also pretty terrible. <laughs> it's getting to be concerning. Like I think it might have <laughs> been like a fluke week one, but now this is like really scary. Yeah. He's traded. I think Urban Meyer is already getting a lot of flack, but he's definitely not coming to a good system. But I really expected at least him and Urban Meyer to have some kind of connection to look a little bit more exciting out there. I know college co- coaches transitioning to the NFL usually don't make that transition very smoothly, but you're hoping with him having that familiar face of so Trevor out there it would work out a little bit better. But really just disappointed Trevor Lawrence across the board. Yeah. yeah. What's the style line?
1: Uh, I, I just want to add before I give him the stat line that Urban Meyer had a, I've had a quote that said, Every week in the NFL is like playing Alabama, which, in my opinion, doesn't give me good vibes about his confidence of coaching in the NFL. Yeah,
0: yeah he, he has no clue. He, he, he's housed already. <laughs> Are we yeah. hearing
1: uh, Urban Meyer getting fired rumors like before
0: week 10 at this point? <laughs> I think we already heard them. I think
1: they started yeah. after week one. <laughs> Called- i mean if if everything continues this way, then like, oh boy, yeah,
0: not great. Um, I mean, trevor looks like shit, so
1: I, yeah, people are saying that he's had a worse like for like starting two weeks than like players like Josh Rosen, which is bad, really Very bad, bad.
0: I, mean, I can't I can't think of a more hyped up uh call it like quarterback in in my lifetime. Honestly, yeah. Alright, yeah. So
1: what what's the what was the final stat line? Uh Lawrence went fourteen of thirty three for hundred and eighteen yards, one touchdown and two picks with twenty one rushing yards. I mean, I would say it's terrible.
0: <laughs> I got I, I get that the yeah, Bronx are terrible. I mean I get I, that the
1: Broncos are a good defense, but
0: like come on dude. I guess we're just learning. Maybe the bar shouldn't have been set so high with them. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of weird because it's like I don't know how much is like him being not ready and not there or if it's uh like how bad the team is. I'm more leaning to how bad the team is and how poorly it's coached than all Trevor Lawrence. But it just shows you that like as good of a quarterback can be, you can't always elevate every situation. Yeah, because I feel like taking me back to last year a little bit before before Joe Burrow had his injury to end the season, I feel like even though that team was always um they were losing pretty much nonstop. I feel like it, I feel like at least if we went back in the archives, Joe Burrow was always kinda cracking to like the average to like flirting with being good category. He was at least putting up some like big numbers. I'm not really seeing any like electric plays coming out of Trevor Lawrence yet. Yeah. Not I'm, at all. I'm a i am agree. Yeah, so so terrible Trevor.
1: Absolutely, that could that could be a scary yeah. nickname for him to pick up. I I feel like also that like the Jaguars might have been like in a better position if they kept Minshew just to like start and like get all the mistakes out of the way, so Lawrence could you know watch and like learn all these before he gets in game action.
0: That I was fair. surprised by that trade too because it's not like they were just like. We can pivot to the Bears next to talk about Andy Dalm. I feel like Minshew actually has had a pretty exciting past couple of years. So it's not like they're just throwing up a uh, like an older veteran just to do it, just to, just to hold back their rookie just for the sake of it. They could have actually maybe won some games or like at least had him take the brunt of whatever this negativity is that they're having.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, this I could have – no, no, you go ahead. Thank you. Out of the uh out of the rookies from twenty nineteen, like the quarterbacks, objectively Minshew had the greatest year out of all of them. Like Jones threw twenty four touchdowns and like twelve picks and like the Giants went, I think it was like four and twelve. Um, but Minshew threw like twenty one touchdowns to six picks, which like objectively with like the weapons he had is good. So like you would think out of the progression of, like, a typical quarterback, that would be, like, what teams would go for, objectively. To, so, like, if, like, a team has a, a terrible quarterback, you you want to take him. But that's, like, not how it actually went. Like, he went to the Jaguars again last year, and then, like, he got, like, benched for Nick Foles at one point. I think. No. I don't know. But just, like, the way that, like, Quarterback career goes like he had a, a promise, like a promised future that just like didn't come to be. I feel bad for the guy,
0: yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll see, but yeah, I'm definitely not happy with how that's looked. All right, um, let's talk about the, the Bengals and the Bears. So let's start with
1: Joe Burrow. All uh, right, Joe Burrow went 19 of 30 two 207 yards two touchdowns and three interceptions I, I, mean, I think i i think three of these interceptions happened like in succession to each other yeah
0: no you're right that's not true i would actually say that's terrible um because like i, We're I don't too sure bad this week man <laughs> yeah no really this is this is depressing let's just end the podcast um <laughs> it's over it, I don't know. Like, the, I don't think the Bears' defense is that good anymore. Like, obviously, the Rams just like completely diced him up last week. Um, and you're right. Like, he just he, he messed up on three consecutive plays. I still have a lot of faith in Joe Burrow, but yeah, that that was a pretty pretty tough showing.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm I'm only giving the terrible here. I don't know about
1: you. I, like I agree. Two.
0: I feel like he was facing against Andy Dalton most of the week. That should be a, a hump he can get over at this point in his career. Lock yeah. him in. Yeah. All right. And then yeah, Andy Dalton played the majority of the snaps, so I think we can we can rank Andy Dalton. Um, JP, how did Andy
1: Dalton do? Uh, Dalton went nine of 11 for 56 yards, one touchdowns, zero picks. He, he threw.
0: He that's threw 11, <laughs> that's that's so Andy Dalton. He threw 11 passes. He,
1: he attempted 11 passes. Yeah. Fields actually Fields actually attempted more passes than he did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs>
0: yeah, those went 6-for-13 six for 60 yards on a pick. Yeah, so, yeah, if, when you combine those two, it's a team ranking of 15-for-24 for 83 yards, one touchdown and a pick. That would be How terrible. How did they win this game? <laughs> that would be a terrible rating. <laughs> um, yeah, I would say Andy Dalton played but they, pretty bad. They also, they also won, though. I don't – well, just, um, like – you know what? Just screw them. Like, I think Matt Nagy's an idiot. Like, both these yeah. quarterbacks suck. Like, uh, you know what? Matt Nagy, your quarterbacks are bad. He's terrible. I, I don't care who we're rating. We can rate both Justin Fields and Andy Dalton bad. I'll, I'll put them both bad. I kind of want to go terrible. Let's do it. You know what? Let's just do it. Let's, let, we we hate everybody on this terrible one. A I mean, I actually feel I mean, like they, they're, they're the very much do not not better win. when they're apart, but like, when you combine them together, if they've added up, if, if both of them. Quarterbacks played the full game. They would have been terrible. They were bailed out by each other. If Zach Wilson yeah. put up that stat line to 15 for 24, 83 yards, a touchdown, and a pick, I think New York, Fit and Jets fans are still mad. That's what I'm saying.
1: Very much the like the Bears did not win at all because of their offense. The three straight picks because their defense was literally the whole dub. All right,
0: I'm putting. I'm just putting the Bears in the terrible quarterback category. They deserve it.
1: They're terrible. Yeah. I, mean,
0: I think they're in the opposite situation that the Jaguars are in. we are sitting and being like, oh, I wish the Jaguars kind of kept their veteran a little bit longer. I think – I don't know what the Bears are doing. Like, Dalton is just so flat and boring. Like, just at least ride out fields. Give it a go. What are you in for? Yeah. I, I, I think he, he's finally going to get the starting job today – or this week, so we finally get to see if he has
1: it. That? It's also because Dalton's hurt, so I'm, I'm really – Curious as to what they do when Dalton's healthy. Like, they almost have to keep fields starting, right? I think uh, so. I think that's kind of what got into Tua's head last year pretty bad, was he kept
0: switching him back and forth with so Fitzpatrick couldn't land somewhere. I think no matter what you do, you have to be
1: consistent with it. I feel yeah. like it'd be very foolish to just not start them, right?
0: Yes. Absolutely. It, it, it's silly. All right. Um, let's look at the Texans and the Browns. How did that? Game
1: go? Who's first? Uh, with, with, we're talking about Baker. All right, Baker went 19 of 21 for 213 yards, one touchdown, one pick, and he ran for 10 yards and had one rush touchdown. All right, I mean that, that that's fine. That's decent. And, they um, also won by 10. They won 31 to 21. I think it's average
0: flirting with good. I think it's just, like, still a pretty mess, that line, and they beat a pretty bad team. Yeah, so I'll, are, I'll go. Average. average. Yeah, I think Baker. The, the, it, yeah. I mean, you're right. This is about, like, what I was seeing out of Josh Allen anyway, so I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, all right. But I, th- I think that's all we really need to talk, talk, talk on Baker right now. We're all kind of over him, I think, at this point. Um, All right, let's talk about – God, who, who who of the tight of the Texans played? I think they played like even amount, didn't they? This is they tough. Know, this is
1: the situation for the Bears. <laughs> so, Tyrod threw eleven attempts and David Mills threw 18. So we probably have to talk about both, right? All right. So yeah, what was what were both of them? Uh, so Tyrod went uh, ten of eleven for 125 yards. Uh, one touchdown, zero picks. And he also ran for a 15-yard touchdown scramble. What an amazing QBR. His, uh, his, QBR, his QBR was 144.3. All right, I'm going to... And, and the highest you can get is 158.3 in that, in that case.
0: All right, I'm willing to give, him, I'm willing to give Tyrod good because I think he actually probably would have ended good. Like, if, yeah. if, if it ended, with like, on the track that he was on, I've definitely been impressed with him this year. Too bad his, his year is pretty much already over. Um, he but, wins, uh, like, the like the, like the bad luck Kyle award every year.
1: That guy just cannot get a break.
0: Yeah, that, Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, and then what was David Mills?
1: <laughs> uh, David Mills went eight for 18, 102 yards, one touchdown, one pick. All right. Um
0: i don't i that's i guess that's that's pretty average What's it's, it's is, average had, had he started the whole game it could have been bad but, <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you when you combine the funny thing is when you david mills outplayed both the bears quarterbacks so <laughs> yeah, well, really that up. shows you that shows you everything you need to know like i'm still mad about the bears to be honest <laughs> we don't even have to go into this um all right, let, let's mix it up. Let's talk a little bit more about a flashy game. I feel like we, we've been kind of running through these. Some duds. Um, I wouldn't watch the NFL anymore if this was my sample size of the sport. It, here, here's, here's some good quarterback performances. We'll go to Minnesota and Arizona. Let's first talk about COVID Kirk Cousins. What's uh, What do you guys think about
1: him? Uh, he's right. perplexing. <laughs> COVID Kirk went 22 of 32 for 244 yards. Three touchdowns, zero picks, and thirty-five rush yards.
0: All right. I'm normally a hater. I think that's a great performance. Yeah, like great too. This is a good team to
1: play against. Also, just to add some context, I'm pretty sure he gave them the lead, like within the last two minutes, three minutes, and they were down. I actually no, I lied. I'm sorry. They were down thirty three thirty four with two minutes left, and he brought them he brought them to a thirty seven yard field goal attempt to win the game, and the guy fucking missed the kick <laughs> so a like thirty seven yard field goal
0: yeah, i mean that's that's pretty bad <laughs> pretty uh pretty terrible, but yeah no I, i'm I'm happy with how Kirk looked in that game i I'm fully expecting him to be back at average or bad next week. But uh, for I think for what we saw this week, good job, good job, Kurt.
1: He's super streaky. I,
0: one of his better weeks. I agree. All right, and then let's let's do Kyler. I think we're all Kyler Kyler fans
1: now. What's uh what is this style looking looking like? All right, Kyler went twenty nine of thirty six for four hundred yards, three touchdowns, two interceptions, thirty one rush yards, and one rush touchdown.
0: All right, I'd also say that's great. I know that like he had the two picks, but He's he's airing it out. He looks really confident out there. And I think I think he may he may be able to jump into like that elite overall quarterback category by the time the year's over. I wouldn't be surprised if we're putting him into the top five or like solidly into the top ten. Yeah, I think he was kind of catching fire like this more towards the middle of last season. So to see him playing this well this early on is really impressive. It's a great performance. I agree. All right. Good job. Good job, Kyler. Look at that. Look at that. See, it's not like all yeah. quarterbacks for bad. It's, we were just cherry-picking the really horrible ones. <laughs> and the one that I'm really surprised by, and like my big prediction was that after that Monday night game against the Ravens, that everyone would just be kind of riding Derek Carr and the Raiders, and they might be, actually be real. Derek Carr is looking exciting out there. Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. 2-0. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah what,
1: what, what was Derek Carr's stat line? Uh, Derek Carr was twenty-eight of thirty-seven, three hundred and eighty-two yards, two touchdowns, zero picks. Yeah, I mean, on top on on top of his team only having around like fifty yards total rushing. I like
0: great. I'm a, yeah. I'm I'm in. I'm a fan. I would I would say I would say that's I would say that's good. I don't know if I'm, if I'm ready to give him great, uh, but I'm definitely. In, Impressed with Derek Carr, I, I'm. I'm a fan. I, I'm a believer. Yeah, I was B- impressed that he was able to uh, sustain it after that, like Monday Night Miracle. I thought that's all he had in him. So, just very impressed by his trajectory for the year. I think to we? I think we had him at good last week. I I kind of want to give him the jump, but it's up to you, JP. How you're feeling?
1: I definitely am on the train of giving him the jump because he he beat the Steelers, who beat the thirteen and three. Josh Allen was an MVP candidate Bills in week one. So I, I, I definitely am a part of the fan of giving him the jump to great for this week because of his performance. All right. All right,
0: so uh, the greats have it. Let's, good job, Derek, up in the greats. All right, and then let's talk about Big Ben.
1: Ooh. Big Ben. Big Ben went 27-40 to 40 for 295 yards, one touchdown, one pick.
0: All right. I, yeah, that's pretty bad. I just said it's bad. I like that, too. I think I think he's becoming a bad quarterback. He, I think Pittsburgh needs to start getting some more exciting backup options besides Dwayne Haskins. I, th- I think it's officially washed watch. I think washed watch is on. Yeah. Um, time to see JP. Uh, I think
1: you're a Big Ben fan. <laughs> what do you think? Uh. I, I am very much not a Big Ben fan. <laughs> how, how, how dare you? <laughs> um, but I'll say I, I think Big Ben you know, he, but despite his age, he's not terrible, but I, I think there there has to be much to be done for him to be great again, so I'm just going to say bad. Uh, yep. Good
0: job. Yeah, bad game. Okay. Um, well, let's look at the, another candidate I have for washed watch up here. We'll go to Atlanta-Tampa Bay. Let's look, talk about Matt Ryan. I I think I'm officially I'm almost done with the Matt Ryan discourse. But
1: JP, can you read the Matt Ryan stat line? Matt Ryan went 35 of 46 for 300 yards, two touchdowns, three picks, two of them were pick sixes.
0: Oof. Yep. Yep. I would. I would. <laughs> So Tim's throwing the two touchdowns means I can't put him at terrible, but I probably also put him at bad. I think he's cooked. I think we're kind of done with Matt with Matt Ryan at this point. Really boring team too. I just don't think I have any faith in the Atlanta Hawks. So, so, you know what's funny? I had this game on t- on my TV, and the Falcons are in like those black uniforms, that were like the throwback Michael Vick ones. Yeah. And the whole time I'm watching it, I'm I was just like sitting on the couch mad because I'm like, man, like. Those uniforms are so cool. Like this boring ass team that's like having yeah, this- Cordell Patterson as their leading rusher. Like they don't deserve to uh-huh. be wear- they don't deserve to be wearing these. Uh-huh. <laughs> deserve-
1: uh-huh.
0: Yeah, screw them. I'm giving them a bad too. I'm giving them a bad. JP, what do you think? It- bad. And when's the time that we're going to have the Tom Brady emergency pod, man? Like, I have to really start eating my words on him. It's just absurd the kind of – the starts of the year he's having. Yeah, JP, do you want to read his style? I'm, I'm typing him into the great column right now anyway. But
1: put him there. Uh, that's very much fine. Tom Brady, 24 of 36. So, 66%. Uh, 276 yards, five touchdowns, no picks. Oh, ridiculous!
0: I mean, that's that's stupid. It's like, that's stupid that that's even still happening. But uh, definitely I just love like it. more aggressive. He's year. forty-four years old. What the what the fuck, man? He's he he broke football. Yeah, he I really don't know what it is. He'll have an extremely lucrative career after football, just to talk about his like diet and workout routine. Because whatever he's doing is clearly working. Do you guys think? Falcons fans hate Tom Brady at this point as much as, like, uh, Jets fans do. It's up there. It's things. I mean, I think so. Really-
1: yeah.
0: Yeah. Because he's just been stomping them while they're in the division. Um, the one. <laughs> and while also the Super Bowl, obviously.
1: <laughs> yeah. The one Super Bowl loss, I think, is worse than, like, anything that, like, Jets fans have had to go through. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, two decades of, like,
0: degrading Sunday afternoons. <laughs> the flashbacks of him tapping the helmet again and again. But I feel like the, the bigger moment was that Super Bowl moment. So, it's, I think that kind of equals it out. Yeah. No, I'm, not,
1: a- I'm not even a Giants uh, – sorry. I'm not even, like, a Falcons fan, and I'm still shook about that Super Bowl. It was awesome. It rocked. It's, it, it's more of me being a Patriots hater, though. <laughs> I was thinking, though, I feel like
0: – I I don't think any player would have benefited more from a Super Bowl, though, than Matt Ryan, because I feel like he's absolutely not a Hall of Fame candidate right now, but I feel like if he gets that Super Bowl when he's, like, really kind of in the conversation to be talked into being in the Hall of Fame. But I think that was just all ripped away from Tom Brady. He literally ruined someone's Hall of Fame run. <laughs> he just ruined
1: Ryan's career. <laughs> I love it. Julio Jones had one of the best games of his career, and it's, like, overshadowed by the just, just them losing. Yeah, know
0: it's true. All right. Um what what else can we can we knock off the docket here? All right, let's look at the rams and the colts. Um let's start with the colts. Okay. Yeah, let's start with the Colts with Carson Wentz out here. Um, he Jacob, went down there. Yeah, but he played the majority of the game even though Jacob Eason went out there and tried his hardest. I don't think we have to talk about him on the podcast. Sorry, Jacob.
1: <laughs> he does not get a mention. <laughs> All right. Carson Wentz went 20 of 31 for 247 yards, one touchdown, one pick.
0: All right, and the pick was off a shovel pass.
1: Which that is that like was the, actually one of the worst plays I have ever seen. It's like probably no, one of the dumbest. No, no offense to Carson Wentz, but that was so bad. It was, was, was pretty, fun.
0: pretty dumb. was so stupid. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I I'm kind of conflicted here because I would say this is a bad showing. Uh by Carson Wentz uh, here, even though they did like almost win, but I think a lot of that is a testament to um, how like little the Rams defense showed up in this game. Uh, it was mostly I I think it's a not a great a uh, not a great show from Carson Wentz here. I'm willing to give him bad. I agree. Yeah, I like it. I like him in bad as well. I just feel like he's he's really slipping since his MVP season or his his borderline MVP season. Uh, when the Eagles ended up going to the Super Bowl. I just feel like it's going to take a lot for him to get out of his head for uh, for that injury from that year. Like, I think that really messed with him, like, not being able to be there for that moment and, like, know if he's worth it or not. Which quarterback would you buy stock in if you had the opportunity,
1: Carson Wentz or Jameis Winston? Ooh, it's tough. Um, uh, my personally vote is Winston.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think Winston actually just has more, like, pure talent
1: than Carson does. Like I think I think Carson's been
0: more, like, consistent over the course of his career, but I think I'll take the high, the high highs of Winston over whatever Wentz has shown. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, which is a shame because he, he looked so good in that one year. He really did it. He looked like he was going to be, like, one, the next great quarterback, and it just yeah, never really panned out, really out at all. Um, I feel like he's, like, his ceiling is now Kirk Cousins. Yeah, if we're lucky. Uh, all right, what, what about Matt Stafford?
1: Uh, Matt Stafford went nineteen of thirty for two hundred and seventy-eight yards, two touchdowns, one pick.
0: All right. Well, I would say that's a that's a pretty good showing for Matt Stafford. It obviously it's not like what you want compared to uh, his first first game out there, but um,
1: he did say- he he did bring them to a they were tied with. Uh, Two minutes and 23 seconds left and he brought them to a field goal to win but his overall performance though in my opinion was like good yeah, yeah. I, I, more than the low good did we have yeah. him as great last week I forget
0: yeah I don't I think I think we did um I mean he 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 was pretty pretty great um I think the right. Rams, Rams definitely made the right choice having him out Absolutely. there um
1: over Way better than Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Way better. have that
0: move up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think this week was bad enough to drop him down to average. We'll be. We'll be watching him. But I think just a small step down to good is fine with me. I'm really excited for the game to uh, this Sunday of uh Matt Stafford and the Rams versus Tom Brady and the Bucks. I think that that game, the winner of that game, I think is going to win the Super Bowl. So we'll see. Could be the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, it can't be the Super Bowl because we the oh, yeah, NFC. Yeah, but right. <laughs> but
1: at, at at the most it be the championship. Championship.
0: Yeah. yeah, no, it'd be cool. All right. Um, let's talk about uh, the Seahawks Titans game. So before we actually talk about it, <laughs> I have a, a very stupid story for this game that like I mean I love football, but I, I could definitely hit my breaking point with it sometimes of just like sitting there and I was, it's like, a lazy day for sure, dude. I was like, I was so hungry, and I hadn't really done anything all day except like sit and like sit in a car. So I just wanted to like get out and like do like move. And I was like, w- when this game went to overtime, it was it sounded fun because like I was we got the free football. But I'm like, dude, I really want to watch this Ravens Chiefs game. Like, I'm just gonna get up out of here. Like, I I really don't want to watch like Ryan Tannehill or like Russell Wilson anymore. Like, I'm I f- I feel like I've been watching Russell Wilson like. Like throw deep pat bombs at Tyler Lockett in overtime for like my entire life at this point. Yeah, like it's still cool, but I'm just kind of over it. I don't know. Like I, I I'm He's always an over. Yeah, being, a, I mean, I, the blood pressure of a Seahawks fan must be insane. I just feel like win or loss, they've never played a normal game in their in recent memory. Yeah, <laughs> they always take ridiculous
1: games. All right, so what's Russell Wilson's stat line? Russell Wilson, went Twenty-two of thirty-one for three hundred and forty-three yards, two touchdowns, zero picks.
0: I think that I think that's I think that's a very good stat line. Um, but again, I'm just kind of sick of it. I, I'm kind of over it from Russell Wilson. I, I want to see I want to see I, something amazing at this point. I feel like I've seen this like pretty good tier from him for a very long time but I I haven't been wowed by him in in a while yeah I mean we're just talking a couple games ago I think like the Cousins and Wentz they're like a C tier player I feel like Russell's always like a high B but it's been a long time since I've like felt comfortable to like
1: throw him into the A tier of quarterbacks I I would personally give that like a average
0: oh okay
1: that's that's Uh, a hot hot take well, I think it worked. I actually, 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 I said that I good. All right, I'm yeah. okay with good too. I I'm think only only, 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 good. Yeah, it's not
0: great. Actually, I think it's good just because I think two of uh, his huge passes were like just bombs to Ty Lockett, so it, might, it wasn't really racking up yards. Like uh, spread out across his attempts. So I guess this opens up the question: Is is Tyler Lockett any action, any good, or is he just like blessed by like a gene to be good play. every like five hundred plays? Right. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't think he would work too well outside of the Seahawks system. All right. Well, let's move over to Ryan Tannehill. So how did he how did he do?
1: Ryan Tannehill. Twenty-seven of forty for three hundred and forty-seven yards, zero touchdowns, zero picks.
0: So this is very interesting because I don't know. He definitely put up a lot of yards, but no touchdowns, no picks. It seems like he really didn't make that much of an impact. It seems like Derrick Henry kind of like ran away with was game. He, his game was actually uh, absurd. Ranking back
1: on this but offense, Henry ran for 182 yards and three. Touchdowns. So, like, much more impressive. Much, yeah, yeah, very much more impressive. Yeah, I'm
0: going I'm to give Ryan Tannehill average because they won the game, but I think he's just average in the sense that he didn't really have to do anything. It seems like. Yeah, and that's how he was with the Titans. Just like, if he's like, if he holds that line and everyone else around him is playing amazing. They, they're a Super Bowl contender, but I just feel like if they're ever down and out, he's not going to be able to run, like, a two-minute drill to save them the game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm giving him average, average rating. Yeah, I'm in that camp as well. All right, cool. So, I, I think we're all set with Tannehill average. All right. Yeah. I, I think I think our main thing is we want to talk about Kansas City-Baltimore as our last game. So, let's do the Detroit-Green Bay game first. Um, let's get that one out of the way. We'll talk about Jared Goff quick. We'll get him out of here. And we can actually yeah. talk about the quarterbacks that matter. All right. So, what's yeah. Jared Goff?
1: <laughs> Jared Goff, 26-36, 246 yards, two touchdowns. Okay.
0: Bad. He's he, bad. He's, he's bad. And, <laughs> he's bad. I think we should send him to the CFL. I'm, I'm, I think he – I'm, like, pissed that he's yeah. still on my television. I hate that, dude. I was honestly <laughs> a defender of him for a long time. Not even having a defender. I just root for him when he was with L.A.
1: But now that he's off that team, just, like, fuck him. Well, dude, well, I mean, we're – If he if, if, if had proved himself to be better than what he was, sure. But if not, get out.
0: He'd every, like, opportunity around him, too. Like, so many quarterbacks would have killed to have the coaching system that he was under. Those weapons. Like, it's a shame that, like, Todd Gurley's prime was wasted with him at quarterback. We're a pro Sean McVay podcast. It's our friend group. We're huge Sean McVay guys. And if if he's not making Sean McVay happy, I'm not happy. So He's, a, he's an enemy of mine. Exactly. Facts. So, Jared Facts. Goff, stay in Detroit. And I just – just get don't I don't want to watch you on TV anymore. I mean, they're gonna go like two and fifteen and draft a quarterback too. <laughs> It'll be awesome, and then and then Jared Goff is gonna be in New York backing up Zach Wilson. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> All right, Aaron Rodgers. Um This was a, a JP. Just read this the style line from him: uh, t- twenty-two of twenty-seven, two hundred
1: and fifty-five yards, four touchdowns, zero picks. All I right. mean, this was I, just
0: queued up for him, to be yeah. great. The w- 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 he, I wonder if – it, it makes me think that he almost played so bad as he did on purpose just because he was bored <laughs> and he, like, wanted to give people something to talk about. I
1: spent so much,
0: a, I've spent so much time trying to get in his head the past couple of weeks. It, it bothers me. I, I feel like I used to be really big on him. He's just – he's just boggling me lately. He, he is just very interesting. He's just a fascinating dude. Um, yeah. But, I mean, he definitely is – he's very good at football. Though, again, to be honest, he – as good as his stat line was, uh, Aaron Jones was actually just better. Aaron Jones is the reason they, they like, won that game. He, like, caught all those passes for him at the end. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely giving Aaron Rodgers a great, obviously. He destroyed Jared Goff, and I hope he continues to do it for the rest of the year. Beat up on Jared. Yeah, this, isn't, this is his like, uh, it's his setup as his last stand. So let's see if he ends up proving it. But he looks like he's back on track. All right, and then let's cap it with the big game, the one that everybody actually cares about, the one that was fun: Kansas City Chiefs versus the Baltimore Ravens. I think I think this is where we're going to actually have a couple things to talk about. And it's a shame Steve couldn't join because I know oh. I know he wanted to break this down, but we'll, we'll do our best for him. All right, so what you guys want to talk about first, Mahomes or Lamar? I, I want to save Lamar for the end because I just feel like this is a huge moment for him. But it's a all shame right. too, because like Mahomes really went all out as well. I mean, it was it was a classic. All right, yeah. So Pat Mahomes, if you can read Pat Mahomes that one. Uh, Pat Mahomes, twenty-four of
1: thirty-one, three hundred and forty-three yards, three touchdowns, one pick.
0: Honestly, you could just like. You could just, like, put that in your phone notes for, like, the end of time and just read that every single time we talk about Power Holmes because he'll probably do the same thing in each game. Uh, yeah, he's he's pretty consistently great. Yeah, I think I think he was great. Uh, I know like people were hating on the offense a little bit because they, they don't really have a running game, so you kind of have to throw all the time. But I don't know. I mean, I'm – The pick I'd... was bad, though. It was very – like, I, he really has – I very rarely thrown any picks in his – in his career so far, which is insane that he's entering. Is this his fourth year? Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. I just feel like he can – I think he has, like, maybe, like, a less than 10 pick, something like that. But usually, like, they're not too bad. But this one, like, he really could have just taken the sack. I don't know why he, like, shoved it off at the end there.
1: This is kind of homeless fifth year.
0: He's is his fifth year. So I think he backed up Alex Smith the whole first year, though, right? Yeah, he, he did. did really so,
1: fun. 17, he was a backup. 21 so this is a total of five
0: wow that's my favorite iteration of pat will always be his uh his sophomore year when he just burst on the scene yeah i did did absolutely
1: he was insane yeah it
0: was it was really cool he was just arrived already like he came into the league just like a full package like he didn't even just build momentum he just was just here yeah, um, even though they lost, I think he—that's great. I think he'll be great pretty much forever. He—he is—he's the opposite of Jared Goff, where like <laughs> he—he's just a joy to watch on television every time he's on. He's good for the league. He—he's good for—he's definitely good for the league because I mean, he just makes me happy. I—I want to go to a, just a random Chiefs game just to watch him in person Cause yeah, I feel that's like goal, man. I feel like that's something you have to like tell your tell your grandchildren about. I don't know what it is, too. I mean, I feel like even though this is, like, so consistent for him, I feel like I never want to see him drop off just because it's such a constant in my life. I can toss on the Chiefs and they're going to be killing it. And he seems like a good guy. And like, it's not that he's just, like, amazing. Like, his, like, style of play is just so fun to watch. So, I, I, I oddly – even though they're, like, set to be a great team for the foreseeable future, I still root for them like they're an underdog. It's weird. Well, this is how good the Chiefs are. how cool Pat Mahomes is is even like they're the only team where like I'm interested in even watching blowout games like if they're if they're like beating up on the Raiders like 28 to 3 like I'm still gonna watch (laughs) I want to see how many touchdowns he goes for it's amazing but it's I I do think there is a universe that we are living in where Mahomes uh Jackson is the new uh Manning Brady I think we're really poised up for a great great rivalry here yeah, all right, JP. I think we should move into Lamar, right? Because I think I think there's going to be a lot of different ways we can go with this one.
1: Oh, right, absolutely. Let me pull it up. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'm very curious, just to see what everybody's
0: takes are, because there's definitely a bunch of different ways and trajectories to go here. Yeah, I think he played his best like game at the at the most needed times. This game. he It was a very clutch game. For him. It might, might not have been the most complete game, but I think it'll be
1: one of his most remembered games. That I think it's his crown jewel so far. Alright. Lamar went 18 of 26 for 239 yards, one touchdown, two picks, but he rushed for 107 yards and two touchdowns. And they won. It's pretty insane. It's, it's so weird because... Like,
0: I don't even – like, I want to say great because taking down the Chiefs and, like, getting that monkey off your back was incredible. And they don't win the game without him, obviously. He put the team on his back. But at the same time, in that first half, he really didn't look good at all. Like, not even, like, a little bit. He looked bad. Yeah, was, I mean, it was getting to be alarming, too. Like, he really gave the ball up a lot. He was, like – I think his, his run was more like, – his rushing yards really came more from scrambling and, like, being pressured. Like he was, his hand was forced. You know,
1: yeah. I yeah,
0: I don't know, JP. What are you thinking here?
1: Uh, with with uh, I'm looking at the the scoring timeline. With one 11 minutes 53 seconds, they were the Chiefs were up 28 17, and then fast forward five minutes, they were up 35 24. And then they lost 36-35, I feel like you gotta give some credit to Lamar. I
0: mean, I definitely do. I definitely do give him credit. I think that he wins that game for him. But I, and I just don't know if the stats justify putting him in great, like right up there with like some of the other goats mm. of the like goats. But at the same time,
1: no, you, you're right.
0: It's a huge storyline. I don't know. This is why we need Steve on here. He's going to listen Uh, to this and actually hate this. Um, My argument for Lamar, though, is I think he – people are so quick to jump on him and knock him because he is such an exciting player that I think when someone's that good, they always look for something to bring him down. But I think just the fact that he can, like, throw and rush the way he does and, like, that is a constant – it's, it's pretty amazing. There is nothing like, like, like him out there. I think he is a pretty strong – like, he's a one-for-one in one this league. I think a lot of people will try to quickly compare, like, Kyler to him, but I just don't think anyone does it as consistently
1: as he does. I, I, I want to go into the camp of great.
0: All right, JP, what would, are you
1: thinking? I would go into the camp of good. Oh man! Uh, this, all right. I, I, actually, actually, I actually give me give me one minute. I'm sorry. <laughs> all
0: right, it's tough. Okay, because I'm I don't want to be the that guy, but I feel like I'm I feel like I'm leaning towards good, but I don't know. Like it's tough. It's really tough. I I, I got chills when uh when Harbaugh was like, "Lamar, are we going for it? All right, we're going for it." Like I I do really have a uh, a sentimental bone for this Ravens team as well. I all right. I. I hate the um, Ravens,
1: but... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm putting my, my cards down. I say great. All right. Let's go. All right, go. there we
0: go. I've been overruled. So, Lamar is up in the great category. Can I just say one last thing on the Chiefs? Um, <laughs> I, I, like, was watching the game at halftime, and... The game ends at half, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go take a shower. I go and take a shower. I come out, and then, like, I just look over, and the Chiefs had already scored another touchdown. Like, they're just freaks. Like, they're so freaking good at football. Like, and I, imagine if they had, like, a competent running back. I know. It's crazy. All right. One
1: so. of the, someone better than
0: Clyde. Clyde yeah, Clyde. forever one of the most disappointing fantasy players. I, 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 I'd literally draft a, Last year I drafted Clyde Edwards-Helaire over Derek Henry, and it was like one of the most annoying things in my life. Very oh manner. man! Um, all right, so let's end, let's close this pod out. Um, who do you guys have as the goat of the week? So just a reminder for our great uh, great quarterbacks this week: we had Kirk Cousins, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, and Lamar Jackson. So. I'm leading Tom Brady just because I think that his style is absolutely incredible. Throwing for five touchdowns in a game is nuts. Um, but I, I can make the case if you guys want to, for storyline purposes, Lamar may have also won the week, even though I don't think he, he has the great quarterback. He may have been the coach of the week. I kind of want to skirt and do a third option. I kind of want to go for Kyler Murray. I'm very quick to doubt him for being streaky, but he seems really consistent this year and have a come from behind win. And, um, they're gonna be really fun to watch in a super competitive division. So I actually want to go for Kyler.
1: Oh, okay, third name out there. All right, JP, what do you think? Right, Riley. Can can you, can you uh, name the stats out one more time, real quick, for me, please? All right. So
0: John just nominated Kyler Murray, who
1: okay.
0: who had uh, twenty nine to thirty six over four hundred yards, three touchdowns, two picks, and a rushing touchdown. Tom Brady threw for. Two hundred and seventy-six yards and five touchdowns against the Falcons, and then Lamar Jackson. We just read his stat line, um, but he has like the storyline goat for taking down the Chiefs. Stuff. I know. it's a...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yikes.
0: Week two, we're getting into it. Yikes. <laughs> Pressure's on. Yeah, I'm. I'm waiting, Tom. I I don't know. I hope that doesn't make me too much of a fan I, never want to, I don't want to be too much of a top. I, mean, I think the I think both I think all three of these people that we have thrown up here, Tom, Lamar, and Kyle. I think they all have a nice narrative going underneath them out as well. Of,
1: out of pure stats, as much as it kills me to say it, I gotta say Tom.
0: Oh, do not do not let Steve Spilim listen to this podcast. Tom Brady owns Lamar Jackson. and I can't wait to wins another MVP.
1: <laughs> Just integrity of the game. All right, like, um, I, I I can't say it's not him.
0: Yeah, the Falcons just stink. They got nine touchdowns in the first two weeks. It was crazy. That, I mean, that's stupid. Like, right? Isn't that just dumb? That like he's he's throwing for a, his age. He's throwing yeah. for nine touchdowns. Like that 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 shouldn't happen. No, he's defying anything. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, and then let's close it out with terrible. So just a writer our terrible quarterbacks are Zach Wilson, Jacoby Brissett, Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, and Indy Dalton slash Justin Fields. I'm very tempted to just put the Bears here because it like they just as a collective piss me off. But I think I think it's gotta be Zach Wilson. I'm sorry. And this is just this is just a nightmare uh, week with uh, Tom Brady. I agree. Then Zach with the whoa but. Uh, I the the more things change, too. the more they stay the same. Yeah, the <laughs> Tom that's Brady's to go, and the Jets <laughs> just better next time. God, yeah, I mean, I actually feel like I want to bring in. There's a narrative here. I mean, like I really felt like with both the Pats and the Jets rolling out rookie quarterbacks, this could have been a great moment for him to have first game at home. But he just kind of squandered it. So that's it's the anti-narrative that went against him there. So it, it, it is Zach Wilson. All right. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. Uh, big big shout out to everybody for joining. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys for week three when we're breaking down how horrible Sam Darnold does look tonight. Yeah, let's uh, let's get some more good quarterbacks. A lot of bads this week. Let's let's hope that the play across the board is just better. I know, honestly, right? Awesome. All right, thanks for doing this, guys. All right, talk to you guys later. See you, pal. with
1: another episode They come in with the ideas, their opinions and straight facts. You're listening to another episode of your favorite show.